This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You, Michelle Abraham. I am your host and I'm here today with an awesome Ask the Expert interview. Today I'm interviewing Jen Duplessis. So Jen, hi, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Well, I'm excited to have you here. Jen is a woman of so many amazing things. Let me just share a few of them with you guys. So Jen's background is in more in the mortgage space, which is the host of the Mortgage Lending Mastery podcast, as well as another podcast called Success Significance, which is life after breaking through the glass ceilings. I know uh, Jen is about to launch a new book, which is super exciting. It's called Tell Me I Can't, which is also she's got a uh, streaming TV show with the same it's a title, which is super awesome. So Jen, your career and your background in the mortgage space, you were in the top 1% for several years, um, which is an incredible feat. So I'd love to just dive in with like, you've had a lot of success in your life. Tell us a few words of how that success has really, uh, where that success has really come from and what's been a few key things to, to making it happen. Yeah, well, thank you. First of all, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, Yeah, you know, uh, I mean... Yeah, it it all started. I'll just tell you where it all kind of started. I was called Jenny who ain't got a penny. And uh, my uncle told me, you know, you're not going to amount to anything. You're going to be just like your family, you know, your dad, who's an alcoholic and your mom, who's a verbal abuser, you'll be poor and all of that. And you know, fast forwarding through that, it created this life of proving rather than living. And um, that's how I became really successful as I had just this crazy drive to be the best at everything. So I was a cheerleader and I was a 4.0 GPA. I was going to be a cardiologist. I was uh, runner-up Miss Colorado. I was going to, let's see what else, a tennis champion. I mean, everything I did was to be perfect. And, you know, maybe dad wouldn't drink and mom wouldn't yell or just right. to prove to everybody. And that transcended into the mortgage space when I got into the mortgage space. And so um, I actually was in the top 200 loan officers. 1% is the top 79,000. Uh, two, you know, the top 200 is the top 200. Right. That's even better than the top 1%. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's even better. Yeah, it's yeah. even better. And, uh, you know, so, so I was propelling there until one day, mm-hmm. one day when I supposedly went to dinner with my family and received a phone call and walked outside and I did what I call walking the um, concrete balance beam. And we've all done that. You know, we're on the phone, we're walking back and forth on the curb (laughs) and happened to look into the restaurant and there they were creating memories, enjoying, you know, their, their themselves, you know, my family, but I was just never in them. And that was the pinnacle moment where I said, Mm -hmm. I am done proving I'm stopping proving and I'm going to start living. And for the next two or three years, I, 
even accelerated further in my practice, you know, my mortgage practice. Um, but I was enjoying my life. I was living my legacy while I was building it. So that's really where all of that started. And um, while I'm, you know, feeling blessed and very successful and working very hard in a multitude of businesses mm-hmm. right now, um, I have a totally different outlook on how I do it compared to how I used to do it. So, right. And so, um, I read in your, um, in your bio that like now that's really what you're helping people who are overwhelmed with those daily routines and really, um, are self-sabotaging and all those things that we do in, in, like you said, putting your personal life on the back seat for your business. So for our listeners, maybe that are listening right now, and and that is the spot they're in, what would you suggest the first few things they can do to kind of like hold that? And oh my gosh, your, your, um, visualization of the family at the dinner table while you're on the outside there, I think would hit home. <laughs> no, it's different. We've all been there. there. Like, <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. You know, I, the client needs me, needs mm-hmm. me more than my family. You know, my mom had this quote in, and it was, uh, we flatter those we scarcely know. We please the fleeting guests, but we deal many a thoughtless blow to those we love the best. And, you know, while she said it all the time, I, I didn't really intake, take that in until, you know, the later time. So, um, yeah, if, you know, when we talk about, and I'll answer this question, but when we talk about living a life of luxury, it's not the luxury you think. I mean, yes, we all want to make money and have some things, but that's what happens in business. We get so wrapped up in creating this business that is, so think of a wheel on a tire, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got the steel and that becomes our business. And then our life is the tire that just gets worn down and holes in it and shredded and all that stuff. And if we could just invert that and make our lives a steel and then build a big mother four by four <laughs> tire around it, right? Meaning a great business that's ready mm-hmm. for any challenge to go up any mountain over any obstacle, we would be so much better. And that's what living a life of luxury is. It's a luxury of being able to spend time with your family, the luxury of reading a book, the luxury of taking time off, the luxury of sleeping in, right? Mm-hmm. The luxury in my case of, you know, my ballroom Latin and swing dancing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, the luxury of taking uh, being as good to yourself as you are to your business. So the number one step is figuring out what do you want? What do you want? What truly makes you happy? And if you can be passionate about that and say every morning, I'm going to get up because that's what makes me happy. Then when you work, it's intentional. It's on purpose. You get in, you do your work and you go play. Mm-hmm. And so number one is what fulfills you. Number two, figure out your core values and create some boundaries around them. You know, one, know them. People will say to mm-hmm. me, or I ask them, what's your, what's a core value? And they go, uh, family, as if it's mm-hmm. a question. Well, I don't know if it's a core value and non-negotiable, a principle for which you live by, why are you working till 11 o'clock at night? Why are you walking the concrete mm-hmm. balance beam? Put some boundaries around that so that you can take care of your business, for your, yourself first, but every day take care of your business and then move on and take care of yourself. Mm, that's so great. That hits quite home for me right now too. I had a calendar intervention last week where it was like, oh my goodness, the calendar just ran away on me. And it's like, yeah, what is important here? Like what is important right. and what's not important and what can be put aside till next week or the week after. <laughs> and uh, wow. Yeah. What yeah. a shift in just mentally 
um, having that relief uh, from like just, yeah, just putting uh, family again first and, and the things I believe in most first, again, and myself included. And yeah, wow, what a difference. So um, what are some of the things that you've seen through helping um, clients kind of make those shifts? So what's what's what can people expect from that? Yeah. So interesting. So, um, so I do two things. One is I coach loan officers, you know, and I'm a speaker Mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, I'm also an author, but I coach loan officers. And then Mm -hmm. for um, everyone who isn't a loan officer, I I hold masterminds. So there's an element of coaching in there, but mostly it's just masterminds and it's called make your mark, right? Like go make your mark, Mm -hmm. go make your mark. And um, so let me tell you a couple of stories. One is, um, so Katie, Katie came to me um, two or three years ago. I think it'll be three years coming in July or something. But uh, she came to me two or three years ago, uh, virtually every phone call, she was crying because she was so overwhelmed, you know, just couldn't please anybody, everybody gaining weight, um, unhappy, you know, closing in the lending business, closing, you know, okay amounts, not great. Um, but she has tripled, maybe even quadrupled her business. And what's so funny about it is she is the coolest, smoothest, breezy person. Now, when you talk to her, she's like, Hey, how are you? And this was the person that was just living in absolute chaos. So when we got her priorities straight and, you know, helped her with her daily management of her priorities, um, you know, and helped her with her business as well, you know, she's created this big business and now she's in the top 200 in the country. So that, yeah, that's her story. Another client uh, had not been on vacation for nine years. Always working, always working, (laughs) always working. And when you saw them on video, because, you know, I've seen most everybody mm-hmm. for video the last couple of years. When you saw him on video, um, there, his skin was just a mess. He was a mess. You know, he just looked tired. He looked distracted all the time. And since I've been working with him and we work with him in the mastermind, you know, mm-hmm. just doing these mindset breakthroughs. Yes, the mechanics. But in order to get the momentum, you've got to have that mindset. So it's mindset plus mechanics equals momentum. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's been on like four vacations in the last year. Wow. (laughs) When the rest of the world hasn't been. Right. right. And and his business, and it's funny because I was talking to him today and his business hasn't suffered, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like, isn't that funny? Isn't Mm -hmm. that funny how that happened? You know, so that's kind of the, the, what ends up happening is you just have this. Ah, smoothing. It's like, it's like chocolate oozing over something, right? It's just like, oh, instead of having crackle something kind of chocolate, you know, peanut brittle or whatever butter, you know, it's like, mm. and that's what ends up happening. And, you know, it's just really joyful. And it's so wonderful for me to see, you know, yeah, I bet those client results are really uh, fascinating to see when you're out there making an impact on someone's life and you can see it like through the, through the lens of the zoom camera, like over, over time change like that. How incredible, <laughs> how incredible is that? <laughs> so I know you're working yeah. on a lot of projects right now. What's your favorite project that you're, that you have coming up? Uh, favorite. <laughs> if you were to say the next, it would be a different answer, right? Um, I think my favorite project is just, uh, you know, working working at, uh, you know, developing the network and the group and the tribe of people that yeah. will be in my next ma- uh, mastermind, cool. uh, the Make Your Mark Mastermind. Yeah, I'm really excited about that because there's mm-hmm. so many things. You know, it's funny when 
COVID started when we had the pandemic, it started, everything was about, you know, getting online and, and pivoting was the word, like the big pivot, right? Last year, the word was leadership. Mm. And I heard that from everyone I was interviewing on my podcast, every place I was going. This year, it's fiscal literacy. It's amazing. Mm. So I'm really seeing that people are kind of taking a step back and saying, okay, I either have more money because I haven't been out gallivanting or I have less money because I keep ordering Uber, you know, Uber Eats or whatever. I'm ordering on Amazon all the time. So there's there's this awareness, this awakening that's happening about fiscal literacy. So um, I think that Make Your Mark is going to be something that we're going to be talking about. Some of that is really just helping people be be financially better as they're getting better in their businesses or getting better as a person. So I think that's what I'm most excited about, Mm -hmm. but of course, tell me I can't is coming out in two weeks. Um, And then we just went into the studio and recorded our first season of tell me I can, and oh my gosh, it's just going to be so good. I had everybody crying and then that wasn't the intent. Oh my gosh. And so when you say first season, is that in the podcast format or is that in the live streaming or is that on? Yeah, that's the live streaming, the first, the first season. So we're on Hulu and we're actually on Amazon prime. Um, I'm sorry, not Amazon prime. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Amazon prime Mm -hmm. on TV. I think it's Amazon TV Prime, whatever. And then Apple TV and Hulu and Roku. So we're going to be streaming, you know, not just on a computer, but streaming there as well. And um, we already have our guests for a second season and we're getting close to having everybody for a third season as well. So we're just delighted and excited. That's so awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about the Tell Me I Can't? Like it's live streaming. Is that is that based on the book or it's an extension from the book? Yeah, it's actually, I mean, so different. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely different. Uh, it's really funny because uh, the Tell Me I Can't book is a fiction book. It's a mm-hmm. story. It's And it's actually written and intended uh, for us to uh, talk to Hallmark and to Lifetime to make it one of the Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching Hallmark and you know how these movies go, the girl gets sent and she doesn't want to go. And then she meets a guy and she doesn't like him really. And then things happen. And so it's kind <laughs> of like that. Um, and all the characters. So anybody who's listening to this podcast, you'll know this. Otherwise, you wouldn't know. But all of the characters are named after my family members. Um, so this character, Anna, uh, you know, goes and and she's just told she can't do all this stuff. And it's her inner thoughts, her, you know, the things that she tells herself, the thoughts that she goes through that are really my philosophy of all those years. I was told I couldn't. You can't be successful. You can't be a woman in lending. You can't, you know, have multiple businesses. You can't start a podcast. All all of that. And so it's all my thought processes behind that. Um, and it's this book is directed for women. Um, so if you're a man and you're listening, buy it for your woman. Um, just for all of us to really understand that no one can tell, tell us we can't do anything. We can do anything. And so um, the, the show then explores men and women. It's for everybody. Um, people that were told that they were can, a very, that they couldn't. And they, it was a very precise moment. And then what they did to overcome and where they've come since. So we have people that were born without arms who have physical disabilities. We have um, people have overcome emotional situations. So lots and lots of tell me I can't stories that, that um, people can share their gifts and others will see, wow, maybe I have that gift. Maybe I don't have to go in the corner and, and believe that I can't and it's impossible, but rather it's possible. Mm, 
Oh, I love that. I can't wait to, to check those out. That sounds, sounds fantastic. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm sure you've uh, found so many incredible stories. Um, <laughs> yeah. Make me feel like, you know, okay. Yeah. I was told I can't be anything, but these guys, wow. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, that's cool. And I, you know, as like a podcast host, there's so much personal development that happens. So I'm imagine like being involved in a show like that, like personal development for yourself that comes out of that is incredible. <laughs> I was, yeah. I, oh, no question. No yeah. question. Yeah. But it's almost like, and you know, this from having a podcast, you hear yeah. so many great things. It's like, how do I consume it? Mm-hmm. And then how, because we are, uh, all of us are, a reflection of the consumption we have from everyone and how we twist it and turn it and make it our own. And sometimes it's a little overwhelming, you know, cause I can't wait to share this with my coaching clients, what I learned from them, but where's my angle? What is the thing that I learned from and how can I, you know, share that with them in a different way um, or give credit and give it exactly, you know, okay. but yeah, it's um, yeah, it's just a lot of growth. A wow. lot. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So a lot of our listeners at Amplify You here are podcasters are thinking about podcasting and can you share, you have two podcasts. So can you share a little bit about your podcasting yeah. journey with us and we can send them over to listen to your two podcasts yeah. that you have? Absolutely. So, you know, I think the first thing about podcasting, you know, and I was talking to someone yesterday who just called and said, can I pick your brain? And I have a website that you can book a, a meeting with me that says pickjensbrain.com, right? And you can just have, pick my brain. Mm-hmm. But um, because that's what, you know, people go, can I pick your brain? Um, and I was, you know, the one thing that I remember, you know, after having spoke with him yesterday that I mm-hmm. said, you know, you have to be very clear about on podcasts is why you're doing the podcast. You, you can't just do it because it's a cool thing. And I was told everybody should have one. You have to really understand, you know, why are you doing the podcast? What's the result behind it? And in both cases for my podcast, um, it was serving people. So when I started Mortgage Lending Mastery, which by the way, was eight years ago, a couple of weeks ago. Um, Mm -hmm. So one of the really big veterans in this industry, although I had no idea at the time, um, And I made tons of mistakes and, you know, all that. But uh, I did it because I had gone into the top 200 and everyone kept calling me. Can I, can you, you know, pick your brain? And pretty soon I had to make a decision because I couldn't help them. And I thought, well, I don't want to charge them, you know, but now I do. I hate to tell everybody yeah. that. But now <laughs> yeah. it, it I was going to say, I hope my, my pick my brain website. Yeah, but because um, I might be on my way to the dance studio, you know, yeah, my time's exactly. <laughs> but uh, so, so it was a way that how could I answer their questions? So just send me your questions and I'll answer them on the podcast. So I have a little combination of a monologue and interviewing mm-hmm. on my podcast. So there are times when I want to say something, you know, that I've learned or that I want to express or that I think is poignant at that moment. Um, so that's what I've done with uh, Mortgage Lending Mastery. If I hadn't had Mortgage Lending Mastery, I would simply be a retired loan officer. Mm-hmm. It was the bridge to speaking and being an author and, you know, being an international speaker and all the people, the lovely people that I know, you know, in our industry, um, you know, and having a second podcast and having, you know, the life that I want, which consists of me sitting here all the time on my 20 acre, you know, property that I've had for 17 years. Um, it, it's not that I have tons of things. I just love serving people. So when, so that was that podcast. And then when success to significance, life after breaking through glass ceilings came out, it was when I had transitioned out of lending. I went to a networking event two weeks later and I said, 
they said, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm a mortgage. I don't know what I do. Right. (laughs) How do I go from this identity of being, you know, a mortgage person, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. to being significant in life? Because for me, it was life after breaking through glass ceilings. I've broken through Mm -hmm. all these ceilings, not women, not money, a variety of ceilings. And now what? Now, what is there for me? And so I started exploring that um, with my guests, you know, and you've been on the show and everybody, you know, it's just how do I how do I break have help people break through these um, glass ceilings that they're experiencing on their way to giving back or, you know, that's usually the path. Um, And that's, you know, that just started happening. And that also happened because I was speaking with Les Brown. I was on his Mm -hmm. faculty and they would say, and she has a podcast and people would say, what is it? And I'd say mortgage lending mastery. And they go, huh? (laughs) And so I knew it have a generic. In fact, that's why tell me I can't is coming out because it's my universal book as opposed to my first book, which was launch how to take your business to new heights. Uh So, um, so I don't know, does that answer the question? I I, I think I did 10,000 words in like three minutes. I think you did too. It's great though. It's fantastic. (laughs) Um, so over the course of interviewing people on success, the significance and seeing what it takes to break through that glass ceiling, are there a few like attributes that you can really like pull out that you've noticed have been in common throughout everyone that you've interviewed? Um, yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, I think that the tendency and I, I see this because I've been on over 1200 podcasts now, the combination of mine and, and the others. And we keep a complete database of people I've interviewed, what their topics are, where they live, mm-hmm. you know, what the, when it was, all that stuff. And then we um, a database of what the ones I've been in. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I find on the receiving side is being a guest so is putting you on the spot <laughs> is that once the, the interview's over, I never hear from the people again, mm-hmm. ever. Um, I just sat here and wrote, I've been, today's my podcast. I just sat here. I write thank you notes to all my guests, you know, thanks for being on the show, just keeping in touch. We send an email sequencing afterwards. Thanks for being on the show. Um, Not just, you know, here are the JPEGs and shows released, but um, independently, uh, you know, so you were a guest on my show. Have there, have you been on any other shows that you think um, Jen would be a great guest on, or uh, are you a podcaster and are you, uh, do you have any other guests that you've had that would be great guests on our show. And I think keeping those relationships Mm -hmm. going is, is super powerful and monetizing them is a great way. I bring a lot of those guests. um, If it fits where I'm at with my retreats and my workshops to come and speak and sell their products and their services. So it's been very beneficial in that sense too. Um, you know, and it's funny because then I go, I need a speaker. I can't think of anyone, right? I've got this database. So that's why we started the whole database. So now we can do a search and find right. people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Someone that's booking people on shows all the time and connecting with other podcasters, that database is so important. But I have a same, I've been on over 50 podcasts and in the last like 12 months alone. And I don't think I've probably maybe have gotten one or two like emails after or thank yous or anything other than it's live. Yeah. Even actually even promotional material. I have hardly, uh, there's been a few and they've been mostly our clients because we, (laughs) we teach them to do this, but uh, you know, it's interesting how people just don't follow up at all. And um, the, my thoughts on the podcasting spaces are the the point of having a podcast actually is for the relationships that you build. Who cares about how many downloads you have? It's actually about the relationships that really helps people's businesses 
in uh, having a podcast. So it's really interesting that you say that. And I'm glad you brought that up because it's something yeah. that I've noticed that is not really, not really being talked about a lot. Right. <laughs> the right. lack of follow-up on after podcast guessing for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think both ways, you know, both Absolutely. ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I love what you say that you write, uh, you write a thank you note and you touch base. And then do you have like a regular cadence that you touch base with them afterwards or just yeah. as they pop in mind? Yeah. yeah, we do. We actually use mailbox power to sort of like send out cards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so um, we have their information. Um, so I usually write the, uh, there was a period of time where we were using send out cards to write yeah. the note to say, thank you. But now mm-hmm. I'm back to writing them myself. I just felt like I needed that personal touch. Yeah. So I had cards made, you know, mm-hmm. that have my show on the top and everything. Um, and then I have business cards inside. So they now mm-hmm. have my information, but um, yeah, so I write the note and then mm-hmm. uh, my team grabs it once, uh, you know, once it's actually happened, mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes they don't like I had a no show today. No, um, <laughs> so, you know, once it's actually happened and I've uploaded the interview or whatever, mm-hmm. they will go in and capture their address. It's one of the mm-hmm. things I ask in my Calendly is, can I please have your mailing address mm-hmm. so that I, that's why I have it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, then we put them in mailbox power. And so they get Christmas cards and all this stuff, but then we have um, every single six months for us to connect. And, and then I have something called beyond the podcast. And Mm -hmm. so with both shows, I do something called beyond the podcast and I bring them onto my Facebook, right? So Mm -hmm. I have a mortgage lending mastery, private Facebook group, and we do beyond the podcast in there and interview. Mm -hmm. So this you know, because we're podcasters, you know, it costs money to do podcasts, right? So this is, doesn't cost any money Mm -hmm. and it's sort of a, where are they now? Right. And so yeah. bring them in a year or two later, later. Yeah, that's and, good idea. you know, say the original show is on this date and now what are you up to and what's going on and what are you talking about? Cause they're growing, I'm growing, yeah. everybody's growing. And then for, for success to significance, I don't have a private Facebook group for that. So I just do that on my regular page. Right. Cool. Um, brilliant so strategy. I, just, like, I love it. You know, how can I continue to serve those people, continue to get them exposure, mm-hmm. um, mortgage lending masteries in the top 1%. Now I can oh, say that for something yeah. else, top 1% of <laughs> Apple podcasts. I got the notification about a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the downloads are pretty extensive. People that are on the show get a lot of exposure. Yeah. I could stop there like everybody else, but I'm right. just trying to continue to give them that exposure, yeah. speaking opportunities, you know, coming on my coaching coaching calls with the content mm-hmm. deeper than the time that we have in a podcast, right. um, speaking at events, you know, uh, there's a lot of ways that we can serve one another. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love your strategies. Those are brilliant. And, um, I, 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 I wish to see more people incorporate that where it's not just a quick come on your show and kind of like leave kind of, it doesn't feel like a, a good relationship, right? It feels like, uh, kind of like a, uh, almost like a, a use, a, a being used relationship, right? It's nice. It's nice. Right. Well, you were just a, you know, and a guest on the news program, you know, thanks right. for your insight. Yeah. You know, we got to go. Well, you know, I feel like it ties a bow on the relationship. And when you have a bow, it's not loose, it's tight mm-hmm. and it lasts. So that's yeah. why I do it. Yeah. I mean, we spend so much time invested in, in finding guests, connecting with them, 
putting on the show, recording the show. That's a lot of time invested in, in, in each other. Too. The money. Yeah. <laughs> the money invested too, as you so, know. Well, that's why I have a podcast agency because <laughs> I realized how much it costs to do a podcast. Yeah, it's crazy. It's exactly I didn't want to do it myself. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Jen, this has been really interesting. I love uh, speaking with you about all the things that you have. You really uh, a wonderful uh, role model for us entrepreneurs that are looking to create things. And I love how you've gone from being in the mortgage space to then having something that's like of significance to you and now like a new a new chapter a new way of serving a new way of connecting with people uh what's next uh well obviously you have a book coming out next week so we want to send everyone to go uh go check out your new book for sure and they can find yes. it on amazon correct yes tell me i can and jen duplessis because i guess there's some other tell me i can't things out there i didn't know Ooh. that but um, yeah. Yeah. So tell me I can Jen Duplessis. You can find the Kindle. It's 99 cents right now. It'll go up, you know, later. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's, that's it. Write a review, scroll through and write a review. That'd be great. <laughs> um, yeah, that's coming up. The show's coming up. And then, uh, you know, I guess what's really coming up is just, um, some things that I can't really talk about, but there's some, <laughs> there's Same some things coming up. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful things that are coming up to, you know, hopefully expand my brand and, Mm-hmm. And, and not so much about the ego of me. I'm not really big into that. Mm-hmm. It's more about, um, you know, expanding and serving more and more people. Mm-hmm. So we have some really wonderful, wonderful things coming up. So I'm excited about, about that. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, that's it. And my husband's about ready to retire. <laughs> in his exciting. So, so I think that's probably a big thing for me too, is mm-hmm. I'm kind of living alongside of him and being a good wife and not a coach. Yeah. <laughs> you know, trying to, trying to balance that line, you know, walk that, that line because I could tell him all kinds of fun stuff to do, but uh, he needs to go on his own path. I'm just going to be there to support him. And maybe he'll start a podcast. <laughs> yes. He's working on that. He most likely will do that. His will be about cars though. So we'll see. Awesome. <laughs> we'll see where that goes. Well, that's so yeah. great. So Jen, before we let you go, any last words for our audience of inspiration, things that they can do to breast through that glass ceiling that might be holding over their head right now. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of mantras that I could, I could share with you. You know, first is live your legacy while you're building it. Don't wait. You know, life is too short, you know, make sure that you make time for yourself. Uh, Make sure that every day you're working on purpose so you can go play with passion. If you don't know that purpose, that clarity, go back to fulfillment and core values and clarity of your message. If you're selling everything to everybody, you're selling nothing to no one. What is your niche? What is your expertise so that people will see that and come to you and be attracted to it, which will save you time so you can have more time to play? (laughs) Right. I think I think all of those things are, you know, really important. And I think that the other thing is, you know, the great Les Brown says you don't have to be great to get started, but you have to start to get great. And so enough talking, stop talking, take some action and get the results. Mm. That's what I'll leave you with today. I love it. Thank you so much. And if I can bring our audience back to the image of you talking about oozing chocolate and living (laughs) that luxurious lifestyle, (laughs) living a life of luxury um, is sounds delicious. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is. It's all those beautiful pictures you have from your Christmas and your holidays. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, Jen, thank you so much for being with us today and Amplify You family. Go home, connect with Jen, see what she's up to. She's got a lot of exciting things coming up on uh, the radar for her this year. So go connect, get our book and stay connected until next time. Have a great, uh, have a great week. And remember your uniqueness is your genius. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, and review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.